So Crisp, a tasty bite-sized podcast that serves business, bravery, branding, beauty, sex, love, motherhood, womanhood, feminism, labels, psychology, marketing, messaging, mavenry, musicals, and the mess we call life. All deliciously dished up and ready to consume. In fact, is there anything we don't discuss? Not with Jay Crisp Crow, copywriting queen from Crisp Copy in the kitchen. I hope you're hungry. episode is brought to you by the crisp copy class would you like to spend three months with me rewriting everything from your homepage to your emails developing your brand voice so you can make some noise and learn to write words that sell at nearly 400 dollars an hour to work with me one-on-one you'd think you might need to sell an organ to get three months worth of weekdays with me but no hello crisp copy class part course part community or class you'll want to check it out at crispcopy.com.au the next round enroll is enrolling right now and spaces are super limited now Once when I was young and silly and charged $60 an hour to write copy and I was poor, I stood in front of a room full of women and told them in my workshop that if they had to put money behind their advertising on Facebook, Facebook, their content wasn't engaging enough (laughs) because I was ignorant and arrogant and I am hereby officially apologizing to anyone who was negatively impacted by my stupidity because Soon I got into business properly and started to realize the error of my ways and how to outsource effectively and I found this lady, Bianca McKenzie. Now, there is a funny story about Bianca. When I started a couple of years in, my business strategist asked me to make a bit of a wish board, a bit of a dream dream team list and Bianca was on it. And when, I, when my business strategist said to me, who would you like to work with to do your Facebook advertising? I said, I want Bianca McKenzie. And she went, well, you better get to work then because you can't afford her. And now I've worked really, really hard to be able to afford Bianca. She joined my Chris Copy class last year. Now we've worked together on a few things and I can afford her and it's really nice. And I've got to say this, like a lot of really good but high price service providers, Bianca actually ended up being more cost effective than any other Facebook advertising tactic or service that I had tried to use to keep costs down. What? I know. So on Bianca's homepage, it says this, launching can feel easy, fun and lucrative if you know how. And I know so many women in business would read that and go, yeah, right. So I've invited Bianca onto the Socrates podcast to talk to us about Facebook February, including all the myths that need blasting out of the water and perhaps talking to us about a little bit of launch cleverness as well. So welcome, Bianca. Thank you so much for having me, Jay. You're so fun to have. I love working with you. Um, also, you know, other people have said to you that you're on their dream hit list, right? Yeah. <laughs> you like live on people's vision boards. It's kind of freaky. <laughs> yeah. How does that feel to know that you're, that you like when people think about you for Facebook, they're like, ah, they have that moment. It's kind of strange. I don't know. It's always a bit strange because, you know, I'm, I don't know if I'm just me. Yeah. Just, I'm just over here yeah. being amazing. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like everyone else, really. Maybe, with, yeah. you know, I've, you've got an amazing skill set. I've got a different skill set, but I'm yeah. just little old me. You'd, well, you you are you are pretty amazing. But so let me start with like throwing some random Facebook myths at you, Facebook advertising myths, and you can tell us if these Facebook myths are like total fibbery or real, real honest life truth. So the first myth that I found a lot of on Facebook, I basically I just nicked these all off Facebook groups. <laughs> you know the, the <laughs> things that people say about Facebook advertising. Um, Facebook ads are only effective for business to consumer or customer, not business to business. 
Fibs or real? Fibs. <laughs> Total fibs. fibs. Well, yeah, I can, I can say from lived experience that that one's a fib too. So why do people think that? Um, I just think people, a lot of people might not know the whole business to business side. Um, well, unless you're kind of in it. Yeah. You, you kind of only know as much as, as you can see, you know, <laughs> within your own little circle. Um, but, well, and I guess the other thing that might cause that is that people see a lot of ads in their Facebook feeds and yeah, right. you get a bit clouded just cause you know, it's, it's the same as when you watch TV, who like, you know, who really sits through the ads, people walk away from it kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> at some totally. point you, at some point you just put the blinkers on. So if you see a lot of um, Facebook ads, uh, that are business to business, even if you are, you know, a business to business provider, you will put your blinkers on at some point. Um, mm. I scroll past some of them as well. Whereas, you know, the whole e-commerce side of things, if I see a pretty dress in my feed, I'm like, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So that doesn't mean that they don't work for business to business. Uh, it just means that you need to be super, super, super clear on your ideal um, audience mm-hmm. and make sure that your ads only show up in people's feeds that, um, are likely to click on it, you know, yeah. really get, get really specific on that targeting because if you're showing it to people that, you know, might be business to business but have no need or no interest in what you're showing, then, yeah, then they're not going to work. But let me tell you, <laughs> I wouldn't make this my full-time thing <laughs> if it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're like, yeah. I want to pay bills. <laughs> yeah, because you do, you do both though, don't you? You do, um, you do e-commerce stuff and... Um, business helping service yeah. providers sell themselves. Yep. yep. <clears throat> awesome. All right. Well, then you know that that yeah, fibs. So fibs. One fibs. The second one is Facebook ads are super expensive. You need a huge budget. I hit see that all the time on um, in Facebook groups. Um, you know, people are like, oh, I've launched like two seconds ago, and like I don't know why I don't have any sales. And you know, everybody because we're women, we try to get super helpful, and we're like, have you tried this? Have you tried this? Have you tried this? And ultimately, someone would say, what about some Facebook advertising? And usually the answer is, oh, no, wait, that's not in the budget. So are Facebook ads super expensive? Uh, you can make them as expensive as you want. Um, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Sky's the limit. The right. way I see it is that you should not be, face- be using Facebook ads if your offer isn't already converting. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) If you cannot sell what you have without Facebook ads, then Facebook ads is not going to help you sell that thing. Um, You need to have, so backtracking a little bit, I work with a lot of service providers as well as e-commerce and it goes for both of these, you know, types of ads. If your thing isn't already selling without Facebook ads, Facebook ads is not going to change that. Facebook ads is only going to amplify what's already happening. So if you have zero sales and you put money behind that, you're probably still going to end up with zero sales. So you need to find out why your thing isn't converting. Where is the leak in your um, funnel? If you don't even have a funnel, then that's probably your first step. Do, do, Do a lot of people come to you and just go, can you sell my thing? And you're like, okay, what's the funnel? And they're like, the who now? 
no, because I think I've been in business long <laughs> enough that my sales pages filter <laughs> those people out. <laughs> okay, yeah, good, good point, good point. Um, <laughs> nice work. I, I'm pretty particular of who I work with. I, you know, my clients. This is another thing. So basically, I tend to work with people that have so service providers and course creators that have an offer that is. Uh, at least a thousand dollars because anything under that it becomes really challenging um, unless you find a Facebook ads consultant that charges peanuts it becomes really challenging to pull a profit out of it because basically it comes down to selling volume right Um, okay so I recommend people that have a, a lower price offer to learn how to do Facebook ads themselves themselves yep so no they're not expensive and generally when I start testing with my clients, we put a budget of like 5 or $10 a day behind it to start mm-hmm. testing and then you can scale. Now, there are some gurus out there that say um, that you need to invest 10% of what you want to make in revenue out of your launch. Or, you know, for example, if you're selling an online course, if you want to sell $100,000 worth of that, you need to invest 10% in um in Facebook ads. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say the same thing again. Don't do that unless <laughs> your offer is a proven thing and you know it's going to sell. Yeah. So your funnel needs to work and convert first. Now, some people are like, well, I want to sell my thing, but I don't really know where to sell it. Can Facebook ads speed that process up for me? <clears throat> and yes, it can. Um, you can use Facebook ads to fast track your funnel optimization. Mm -hmm. Just treat it as a marketing research exercise and not as a, I'm going to use Facebook ads to do my launch. If you haven't really sold your thing before, your first few rounds of Facebook ads are going to tell you a whole heap of data that you can use to optimize your funnel and get your stuff converting. And so for example, if you've got an ad running and people are clicking on the ad, but then they're not signing up to your freebie, then there's probably an issue with, um, with your landing page and the freebie Mm -hmm. or with your targeting. So basically what I use Facebook ads for as well with my clients, I look at all the data and go, what is this telling me? Um, cause yeah, a lot of people, think that Facebook ads are not going to do anything for them, but it's amazing how much data it tells you and how. Yeah. It's fascinating, isn't it? As, yeah. It's, it's totally amazing. Like all I the think intelligence what, you get from it. During this launch, I th- and I'm not really a numbers nerd or like a data geek unless, <laughs> unless it's giving me, you know, like word powers, <laughs> which this does. <laughs> and I reckon one of my favorite things during this launch has been that little message from you every week. That's like, here's what it looks like. Here's what it means. Here's what it says. Did this one came through from here and this one? And I'm like, Oh my gosh, that's so fascinating. Like, why did that, um, like you and I would, were on the call obviously before we started recording and I went, Oh, Bianca, I just thought like, I just sold one. And, and it, like, it's just so interesting to see what, what triggers people into clicking a button. I love that bit. Um, yes. And I love that bit that you tell me where that all came from because <laughs> otherwise it's, it's a little bit of guesstimation. Um, now, oh, another, so another myth, Facebook ads are only for selling things. That's something that, um, that I also see in Facebook groups is people saying, um, well, uh, you know, I'll get Facebook ads involved when we've actually got something to sell. But mm-hmm. tell us why, tell us if that's real or fibs. Uh, fibs. <laughs> 
it Are you sure? can be you yeah <laughs> i am sure it can be used to sell things and yeah. ultimately that's kind of what the majority of my clients do but in kind of like a step by step way so really if you think about it if you you know if you have an online course and you put it on facebook to sell like just straight to sales it's kind of the same as walking up to someone in the street and go here buy my thing they mm. haven't ever met you they don't know you from a bar of soap like and you're literally like right in their face it doesn't work like that like really we buy generally we buy from people <laughs> we buy because we have a need and we buy from people the thing about facebook ads is the great thing about facebook ads is that we can show up in in people's news feeds that might have the need but don't know about you yet or they yeah. might not even know that they have the need until your thing pops up and go, oh, my God, I never thought about this. But That's what I'm missing. Like yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's not about the sales. It's about building relationships and getting to know someone. So a lot of the ads that I actually do are to get people or to subscribe to an email list because mm-hmm. through an email list, you can nurture someone, you can nurture the relationship with them. So a lot of the stuff I do is Facebook ads for list building. Um, another thing that I do a lot is um, Facebook ads with videos that my clients have recorded and put on Facebook. So literally just spreading the word f- further. The majority of the work I do isn't selling. It is building that community, if that makes sense, for my clients. Um, and then <laughs> with super uh, clever tricks, then you can <laughs> sell them something once they kind of gotten to know you a bit. Yeah, they're in love with you a bit, right? Yeah. Okay, so last myth. <clears throat> this is your favourite, I know, because I asked you before we started. Facebook ads just don't work for my business. Tell us about that. <laughs> yeah, I love that. <laughs> so I actually haven't really met a business that hasn't benefited from Facebook ads. Maybe they are out there. Well, there's a few that actually can't advertise <laughs> because mm-hmm. it's not allowed on Facebook ad, uh, on Facebook like because of their rules. But the majority of people that say those things, the actual thing that that they are referring to mostly is that they've tried Facebook ads and they didn't sell a thing. This goes back to probably there's a leak in your funnel rather than the Facebook ads not working. So Facebook ads with the right strategy can work for, I would say, you know, a lot of, a lot of businesses. Like I said, I've never really met a business that it couldn't work for. There's just so many moving parts and components that makes people think that Facebook ads aren't going to work for them even when they've tried them they might have been burned by other um facebook ad strategists i have a few people that have come to me and i was going to ask you about that (laughs) yeah i've had a few people that have come to me that have been burnt and they are really hesitant yeah to sign up and look sometimes when i run ads we don't get results straight away because there are other parts that need fixing first and Mm. that's Facebook ads can tell us what needs fixing. Um, So then we need to focus on that. And I've had that with e-commerce where literally like we didn't really sell enough um, straight out of the gate. 
And I went, okay, well, what is not working here? The website needed to be optimized because people shop online these days. Your website needs to be fast, mm-hmm. really fast. Mm-hmm. If people have to wait for it to load, they're going. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, so you have to check whether or not your website is working well on mobile because that's really where the majority of stuff comes from. So that's the thing that I, I look at. Um, at Facebook for like where are things not working people are adding things to their cart okay well what can we do then people are not checking out this is for e-commerce for example yeah then we look at okay well what can we do is it the shipping that might be prohibitive you know people are putting things in their cart but not there's there's benchmarks for all of this kind of stuff so I yeah. work from benchmark um, benchmark sort of conversion rates and yeah, numbers yeah this is the other thing that a lot of people don't understand or don't know and say that Facebook ads don't work for them is that the conversion rates on average are quite low. So for e-commerce, it tends to sit between two to 4%. Yeah. And so if you, if you popped into a Facebook group full of people, full of women who had just started an e-commerce business and they just invested, you know, a whole lot of their own money and a whole lot of time, they've spent all this money getting a website up and a beautiful logo. And then you tell them that a normal, you know, fairly average okay conversion rate is between two and four percent they probably have some kind of heart palpitation yeah yeah but but that's, that's just, pretty normal right yes uh, this is the the way i basically decide whether or not i want to work with clients i need to know their shop conversion rates over you know a specific amount of time if yeah. they don't have that then we basically start from scratch with facebook ads and use it as a marketing research exercise right so yeah two to four percent the same with online courses yeah average conversion is one to three percent so yeah yeah when i start when i get to about three percent i'm like yo i'm killing this yes it's amazing like (laughs) some people but it dwindles so much right because you you start like when we did when we did facebook advertising to list building um because i wanted to get to a certain number by the end of the year and i was very invested in that metric (laughs) I have yeah. to say for somebody who always <laughs> bangs on about not being, um, but you know, like the, the sign up to the freebie rate is good. And then like my click through rate is good and my engagement rate is good. And then, but it dwindles every single time. And and if you're getting, you know, two or 3% for, for core stuff, it, it doesn't sound like a lot, which means you have to have a lot of super engaged subscribers, right? That you've yep. added all this value to over the years um, before, or, you know, for, for a long time before you've asked them to come by your thing. But, but to like, we're celebrating numbers that are as small as 3%, which yes. means that when you think about that in the grand scheme of an entire strategy, you've got to, ha- you've got to be engaged with a lot of people and have a lot of people semi-interested in your stuff. Mm-hmm. That's why list building is so powerful that getting people to come into your community and um, there's so many touch points and in, in, in areas. So, you know, there's, there's obviously the email list, but there's a lot of people also operate Facebook groups just to keep that community yeah, um, engaged and really, yeah, um, yeah, connecting with those people. And yeah, sadly enough, it's still a numbers game, but a lot of people don't know the numbers. And I think that's why they get a bit disheartened because yeah, if, if, if it's only 2% and you don't know that you literally go, well, how am I going to, yeah. How's this going to work in Facebook yeah. ads? But once you have that proven, product or program and you know your numbers you know what you convert at that's when the magic starts to happen because then it becomes almost predictable Mm. by 
you know, looking at your numbers, you're like, all right, well, I know my stuff is going to convert at at 2%. If I put this much money into Facebook ads, then you can almost predict what's going to roll out at the other end. That's why all the, um, you know, the, the big entrepreneurs say 10% investment of what you want to make out of your online course. That's when you can go, well, yeah, okay, I'm going to invest $10,000, you know, $50,000, whatever. Yeah, because I know what the payoff's probably going to be. Yeah. So um, can we talk about the kind of businesses that you see where Facebook ads work best? Tell, um, tell us like the ideal structure. So I guess I'm also trying to, uh, part of it's probably getting you to talk about your ideal client. Um, <laughs> and you can just say me, that's all right, because I'm lovely. But no, like really, like what do we have to have in, for someone like you at your level of Facebook addery, <clears throat> what do we have to have as businesses so that you, if we came in, you would be like, you, we're going to rock this. Yes. So uh, a converting offer is <laughs> mainly the short answer. Um, but you need to actually, it's kind of good linking it back to your copy class because this is the stuff that you talk about. You need to know your ideal client, absolutely know yeah. your ideal client really, really well and write for them um, and like have everything ready to speak to them. So my ideal clients, the people that I work best with are the people that have an offer that is proven that sells. They have sales pages that have been written really well, tested. They have lead magnets and opt-ins, whatever you want to call them that convert really well. And when I say really well, I mean over 50%. Some people would say 20% is good enough. I'm kind of a bit of a high achiever. <laughs> it needs to be like really performing really yeah. well. So over yeah. 50% is my ideal thing. Um, they need to have email funnels, you know, email sequences that are written in a way that people open them, people mm-hmm. engage with them. Ideally also an engaging social media um, presence. It doesn't have to be all the platforms, but at least yeah. one place. Um, so that's like yeah, a, that's, and- that's a whole picture, right? This is, this is, and this is where I see the, the, the concept that Facebook ads don't work or whatever the, the thing is that people are saying is because they, you can't, you can't use Facebook ads to just chuck money at something and hope it's going to fly. Yeah. No, it doesn't work like that. Facebook ads is part of, it's part of a, like an ecosystem. It doesn't just work by itself it's part of a a funnel strategy and that's the whole thing you need to have a funnel and you need to have a strategy of how you are going to drive traffic through this funnel I actually did a post on my Instagram today about this um, that sit you need to sit down and map out the journey that you want your ideal client to have like every single point yeah um and that's kind of the stuff that i either work work on with my clients mapping out that funnel visualizing it um and then i can either send them off and they can go and you know work with whoever they need to work with like for example a copywriter Mm -hmm. if they need their sales page (laughs) done their emails um or they need to do the tech stuff, or I um, get my team to help with that. So, yeah. um, and then we can do the ad stuff because yeah, the ad yeah. is just it's just a part of a part of it. It's, yeah, it's not a fixer. It's not Facebook fixer uppers. So no. tell if you like because <clears throat> because you hold the power of Facebook ads in your hand, Bianca McKenzie. You <laughs> must be pretty good at attracting your ideal clients. So tell us who like who's your ideal client? Who do you love to work with? And you know, it's okay to be. You know me. It's okay to be specific. Um, 
to the to and and make some people feel like they're not they're not the right <laughs> client. Go tell us who is it. Um, my ideal client is basically a course creator, um, someone who has done the one-on-one work. So I'm not saying everyone who creates, who creates a course, course is my ideal client. They've done the one-on-one work. They want to amplify their voice, get bigger, reach more, reach more people. My ideal clients are change makers. They are people that really want to make a, a difference to either someone's life or someone's business. Yeah. Um, I've worked with a lot of uh, healers, yogis, um mostly i work with women interestingly enough um because we're the best yes <laughs> just people that have you know the whole soul behind the yeah. business and most of us women do like we're in we're in it to to yeah to change the world really to yeah help people um have a better life or have a better business or have more freedom or more power be more empowered things like that yeah oh i'm yeah, not having more power it. too i think that's a good plan <laughs> more power is good yeah too. we need more yeah we, we could do with a bit more power i reckon um now we were talking about this too you so um bianca and i happen to be in a very secret society together <clears throat> which we won't advertise on this podcast because it's in lockdown we all love <laughs> each other and that's it no one else is allowed in ever so um but Everyone in our little group has like a word of the year and I feel like such a failure. I was saying to Bianca a couple of months ago and we were talking about it that um, I feel like a bit of a failure because I can never pick one word. But Bianca has a word of the year. So you had one and then you changed your mind about it, right? Yeah. What what was your old word? Do you not want to tell us what your old word was? No, 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 it's fine. My, My old word was equilibrium. Wow. Oh, that's, I do remember that. So that was like Christmas 2019 you were talking about. You were talking about that. You're like, I'm going into 2020. This is my word. And I'm still like, I still haven't picked a word. It's the seventh year in a row. (laughs) Yeah. It was equilibrium because I think by the end of 2019, I was just, I was tired. I was exhausted. My husband was, um, I just had, was diagnosed with glandular fever at the end of 2019. And we were all just like, tired and exhausted like, yeah. I don't want this to be 2020 so I yeah. want stability and steadiness and calm yeah. and what word would go with that I'm like mm, equilibrium sounds good and you have a little person as well don't you yes I have a I call her a tornado toddler um, <laughs> she's, she's so cute, cute. She's very cute. <laughs> and so what's your new 2020 word yeah so when I started 2020 I just kept feeling this thing about being intentional so intentional is my new 2020 word I love and it. I love it and yeah and it's it's popping up everywhere and I was like yeah no, that just feels right so yeah. yeah I changed it to intentional you're allowed it's a woman's prerogative to change your mind about stuff and I think when you are at the level that you're at where you've been in business for so many years and you do have a lot of people that want your time and energy and attention you've got all these options you know like you and I was saying to you um, we were having that messenger chat where I was like, I finally cut all the stuff I don't want to do anymore. And then like literally 20 minutes later, you turned around in our, in our message conversation and said, Hey, what about this idea? Would you want to write copy for this? <laughs> we're just having this conversation where there's, there are so many options yes. um, that at some point you're not in reactive mode anymore because you are in a place in your business where you can pick and choose who you want to work with and how you want to help people, as you say, amplify their voices in the world. And so that has to come with a moment of let's stop and think about whether this is 
the right step forward before just going, yes, I can do that about everything. And that must be a lovely, that's a lovely place to be. Good on you. Very clever. (laughs) Um, So before we finish um, our podcast today, what is, if, if people, if women are listening to this and they're like, right, okay, I'm going to not hate Facebook advertising anymore. um, And I'm not going to believe what Jay said however many years ago when she was like, your content should be engaging enough that you don't need Facebook ads. I'm really sorry that I said that, by the way. It was just because I didn't have a Bianca. Yeah, um, it should be engaging enough, but yeah. then you can amplify it. But then you can, yeah, ads. right, yeah. Put a, <laughs> put a bit of a bum up it and get it yeah. out in the world. So if women are listening to this and they're like, okay, I'm ready to give it a whirl, but they're at kind of like obviously anybody who has money um, should employ you immediately. <clears throat> so that's step one. But if you're at the beginning of your kind of Facebook ads journey, uh, what's the first thing that people should, that women should do? Um, oh, now I kind of want to rattle off a whole list, but <laughs> probably, and, I, and we talked about this. Hang on, you time. have a list. Tell I us about list. the list. A, oh, yeah, You've already it. done that. I have a checklist. Yeah, yes. good, yeah. There's okay. a checklist. This is for service. Um, prov- oh, there's a little bit in there for e-commerce, but yeah, it's for, it's a checklist. Um, and it basically get goes back to having that offer that converts or at least having the infrastructure in place before you run Facebook ads. So I have a checklist. I also, funnily enough, have a sm- like a small course. That's an, it's a, a prep school for Facebook ads. Yeah. Um, and literally the way I advertise it, it, it's the thing that people must do and know before they spend a cent on Facebook ads. Oh, yes, please. And how many women, how many women would not be in that position where they're in a Facebook group saying, I can't afford to spend any more money because I've already given however many thousands of dollars to this Facebook ads agency and nothing happened. Yeah. And so if you can avoid that. <clears throat> yes, totally avoid that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the first step is the checklist. Mm-hmm. Um, but I kind of want to dial back a little bit. I think it's my, mostly mindset. I think there's a fear of spending money to make money. And if mm. once you realize that Facebook ads is an amplifier, mm-hmm. it changes, uh, for me, it changes everything because once you've got all of your other, all of your other bits um, lined up and working like all of your in- infrastructure in place make sure that you can check off everything on that checklist mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. that I have then like I said it becomes predictable yeah right what? then you can turn it up you dial it up right yeah and it's exactly. a little bit like you wouldn't just plonk into the middle of a concert in front of thousands and thousands and thousands of people and not know the song lyrics or have tested the mic exactly and expect <laughs> it to work yes yeah, exactly. or we should write some copy that says something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just thought of that then. Right, okay. Okay, that, uh, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for talking to me about Facebook ads. I think it's something that, um, as I've said, I've really changed my mind about how much of a difference it can make to my business. And one of the things that I love about Facebook advertising, I, of course I love selling course seats. Oh, my goodness. It does amazing things for my ego and my family and the bank balance and the business and I can invest in other courses and go and do PDs and that's all amazing. But really what I love about it is the, the way that you've been able to help me use it to grow my list and my list is where my most engaged people are and then that's just created incredible relationships that I would not have had otherwise if I hadn't invested and so you're totally right it's about that power of 
that turning up, dialing up the power so that you can reach more of the right people and have really delicious relationships with them yes. over the internet, which Real is kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so Bianca McKenzie, tell us what is so crisp in your life right now. What you got going on that's super cool? Uh, three days of toddler-free days. <laughs> Daycare for the win. Daycare. Woo, don't we love it? Oh, my God, that's amazing. Congratulations, you, for getting to the point where you have three full days to yourself. I mean, you don't because you've got to spend it doing your business, all right? Yeah, but you know what? I love doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Not that I don't love my toddler. I do love no, it. No, but now you've got like a you got like a bit of a 50-50 split. You get exactly. to be you get to be Bianca, the super powerhouse launch maven Facebook ad strategist genius for three days, and then you get to be Mum Mummy for a long weekend. And now mm. I I have a dog whining at my gate. <laughs> we have a baby gate to keep the dogs out. And baby dog. Cringing. So I, maybe I should send him to daycare as well. It's not be daycare. That's, that's a doable no. thing. All right. Well, we'll let, we'll let you go play with your dog. Um, I'll just, I'll just tell you people how amazing you are. So um, my, this has been so Chris, my special guest has been Bianca McKenzie. She's a Facebook advertising strategist for course creators, influencers, and mindful entrepreneurs. Bianca spent the past five years using her magic skills to help her clients create change, amplify their voice and earn multiple six figures in revenue. Thank you very much from said previously Apple mentioned client. She's helped many renowned teachers and healers through her proprietary and powerful launch strategy, creating funnels designed to convert to sales. Thank goodness for her. You may have noticed this is so not a regular nuts and bolts podcast about business. We're looking for crisp new ways to discuss wordy elements. So if you have suggestion, please drop me a line. May your day be as crisp as a snappy launch, a juicy list and oodles of sales. Thank you, Bianca. You've been listening to So Crisp with copywriter, copy coach and consultant Jay Crisp Crow. If you've loved this episode, get all the juicy details and links at crispcopy.com.au forward slash podcast. Make sure you never miss a bite by subscribing to So Crisp wherever you get your podcasts. Want to help us spread the deliciousness? Rate and review this show and share with your mates. Remember, if there's a copy question you want nibbled at, email me straight away right now.